let's go for a little ride. I'm your driver, James Williams. Welcome to Life Story Road. Welcome back to Life Story Road. We ended part one of our last episode with my dad telling a story about a good family friend we call Fucker. In part two, we pick up with my dad's teenage years. So fasten your seatbelts; it's going to get bumpy. So, you were born. So you were born Fucker. in the sixties. Sixty-four. Uh, um. So your most of your prominent years were in the late seventies. You know about Ray Adam. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking about your teenage years of, so most of your it's teen, about 79, seven, uh, late seventies to, to mid eighties. Um, what can you tell me about those years? What uh, can, yeah, but, you, I know you can't remember much because of the, the alcohol, the drugs and the accidents. Yeah. So I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Where's that fucking waiver form at? It's a, <laughs> it's in my it's in my backpack. <laughs> I can remember lots of things. Well, just tell me whatever you're comfortable telling. I, I what do you want to know? Give me a year. Give me a year. Eighty three. That's when me and both your uncles was living up off of fucking Dresden Road. Uncle Bill and Uncle Michael. Nope. Sean and Dave. Okay. I was fucking your mom. Clearly. And Angie. (laughs) 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 Oh, damn. (laughs) Oh, damn. They was in the same class. Oh, Uh, shit. Yeah, I'll tell you what, boy. (laughs) <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah, old fucking Angie. She was a natural blonde. She pulled her pants down in the pinto. I said, where's the fucking hair? <laughs> it was there. It was just fucking blonde. I'm like, oh, yeah. That motherfucker's going to swell up nice when I touch it. <laughs> yeah, I remember taking her home and he's fucking in her front yard. She, uh, she said, I don't know what Renita's going to take. I said, you better not tell her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> God damn. And that was 83, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was way back. Yeah. And I was born in 88, five uh, years fucking later. Fuck <laughs> it. 
Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah, I said, you better not tell her. So, since you said give you gears, I'm going to ask. Uh, let's, go, let's go 86. What do you remember from 86? I don't remember shit. I wasn't there. That's when, obviously, your Missy graduated. I think I was working for MPW about that time. Mobile power washing. Yeah. They're still in business today. Uh, matter of they fact. They never paid me after my accident. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Is that where you were working when you had the accident? When I, the first time I broke my right knee, yeah. Okay. I was working for them. That was when you crashed the Nova? No, that was, I was working for MPW. Oh. The first time I broke my knee. Oh, you were at work. Doing I was at work. Oh, so a direct TV situation. I was in goddamn Maryland working at a fucking Honda plant. Someone took a cover off behind me. I backed up and fell fucking through. You have a, and landed on my goddamn knee. You have a pension for falling off of shit because Direct TV. But why did do I the keep bouncing? <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> why the fuck do I keep bouncing? Oh shit! <laughs> Shattered my knee. They, an ambulance took me to the hospital from Maryland to a Maryland hospital, and they drove me back home. They never paid none of the medical bills or nothing. He doesn't work. I didn't here. get nothing out of him. <laughs> and I was fired when I went back to go back to work. <laughs> well, no, you don't work here no more. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Damn. Oh, damn. I love this country. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't understand why. I just don't understand. I can't even explain it. Can't even put it into words. People, there's so much shit getting showed now because of the fucking phone cameras and everything. That shit was here before. Just what? My father told me, got a gun? Take it with you. Put it on the dashboard. When the cops say get it, tell them, you get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't say what, my father wouldn't say what I wanted to say. You get it. I ain't touching that. Yeah. Because that's just the reason to get shot. Yeah, the, uh, I don't know. I My generation is the generation directly before the internet. They're and direct, trying to reverse things. Directly, Your generation is trying to reverse things. Directly before the, before the internet and directly after. So we grew up without it and with it. You guys are trying to reverse things to make, that's why it's always... Most of the fucking commercials you see now on TV is a guy that's got a fucking pussy instead of a guy that's got a dick. Calm. Or a chick that fucking her dick fell off and now she's got a pussy. Calm down, Bruce. Calm down. Uh, just, oh, I'm, my bad. Uh, my bad, Caitlin. Calm <laughs> down, Caitlin. It's fucking... <laughs> ugh. Some of the commercials they got on TV now just fucking but drive what, me nuts. But what I believe about that is uh, the kids in my generation were were coddled way too much. We were in that part of... It all depends on where you was raised. Let's give how him... How you was raised. Let's give him a trophy anyway. Yeah, everyone gets a trophy whether you win or lose. I remember earlier in sports where there were times when we didn't get trophies, when we didn't win. If you didn't win, you didn't get shit. Or a participation. Thanks for ribbon. showing up, motherfucker. Yeah. See you home. 
See you in school next week. <laughs> it was mainly when I started getting to middle school is when the trophies started coming, regardless of you winning, winning or, losing. or not. Good achievement. Great achievement. Now, I can understand giving out a trophy to a kid that on your team that's, you know, the most improved player or... Not a trophy just for participating. Right. Participation Participation <laughs> is... That, that was mercy trophies. Yes. So, we also ah. grew up in an era where parents didn't want to say They didn't no. give me one for first player out. <laughs> and I didn't get... But Taking also, out a player. the kids, the kids of my generation are now having kids—not now having kids, but are having kids—and now they can't, you know, discipline their kids the way they were disciplined for fear of going to jail. So, I used to whip you boys' ass any fucking where. Sure did. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. But that was I'm calling children. And when children's services leave, I'm whipping their ass because they showed up. Call them. <laughs> call them. <laughs> you want me to call them for you? <laughs> Here's the phone number. Son of a bitch. But I think that's the difference between black families Ooh, and white families. And why the white people don't whip their children. They put them on time. What the fuck's a timeout? Nigga, timeouts, knock, you wake knock. up after getting knocked the fucking head. I <laughs> laid on the ground four or five minutes. <laughs> that was your timeout. Oh, damn. But I think damn. that's the difference between white people. They don't like to discipline their kids. Fuck that. Now, you say the wrong thing? When I was growing up, you knew it before all of it got out of your mouth. Right. And, <laughs> right. And um, the prime example is, you know, Miss Deborah. You did something stupid in the neighborhood. Miss Deborah whoops your ass. You get home. And by the time you, you get, get your ass by, by the time parents. you get home, Miss Deborah's already called mom and dad. Mom fucks you up, and then dad comes home from work and knocks you the fuck out. See, that was a good thing about dad. Never, I can remember my dad giving me a whooping two times. I was dumb both times. <laughs> First time I crawled underneath the bed, I was in about ninth grade. He said, oh, you want to climb and reach the bed? I can reach it. He took his fucking belt up and swung the buckle side. <laughs> I'm coming out. I'm coming out. <laughs> Don't you disobey your mom no more. Well, that didn't sink in too well because I got my ass beat again later on. <laughs> but it's all good. That's how I was raised. But white folks don't beat their, don't whoop their kids. I think the only reason the black folk did because that's how we was fucking brought into this fucking place. We was beat when we was wrong. Whether we're wrong, we're beat. Either even if you're right, you're beat because you displayed um, yeah, arrogance. No, not arrogance. Indifference to your slave master superior. or superior. Superiority. Yeah. No, I can do it this way, and it's fucking quicker. Oh, well, I'm gonna beat your ass. Or we're gonna do it this way because you made them look ass. stupid. Yeah. Won't beat your ass, but we're gonna do it this way now. <laughs> so, uh, what was your lowest point in life? Motorcycle wreck. Did sorry, this this song's getting to me. I love it. Come, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Hey, Jumbo Jumbo. There you go. Uh, mm. Most of you, as long, if you don't hear it clearly, it's uh, Lionel Richie's All Night Long. It's a good jam. It's a good skating jam, too. Oh, 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 oh yeah. We're going gonna to have, have a party. Oh, no. Shit. So you, um, you mentioned that the motorcycle wreck was your lowest point in life. Huh? Why was that your lowest point that's in life that's... as opposed to you being addicted to crack and all that other stuff? That's when your mom wanted to leave me. Okay. Okay. Now, was the motorcycle accident the reason you started doing harder drugs? Oh, no. I was okay. doing that fucking... Well, in my in my in my mm. head it was always he started doing the harder drugs after the accident. Oh, no. Well, not harder drugs. I sh- I shouldn't say started. The same drugs but heavier use. Yes, because of him uh, figuring out a way to you know medicate his pain because yeah. he had to work for a living because he mm. wasn't able to even though he was physically disabled, he wasn't dis- I wasn't he, supposed to work. He then. wasn't disabled on paper. So. Right. No, it was just. No, that. Nineteen. Eighty, seventy-nine, eighty. Mm-hmm. Was the first time I used cocaine. Oh wow. And you were fifteen. Yeah, yeah 15, 16, sixteen years, years old. old. I was in Columbus. I'll tell you what. The year that. Spandau Ballet, the song True. The year that came out was the first time I used cocaine. Mm. It may have been out for a year. Endless It was love. the first time I fucking heard it. I was setting up at uh, High State Campus. And now, were you up there visiting one of Anna Melda's boyfriends? Yeah. Because you used to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now. He introduced me to it. Now. He introduced me to it. Speaking of, speaking of that, there's always been a story that you, um, that I've always heard. Of, <laughs> of of Uncle Michael smacking Anna Melda in the face with a baseball bat. Can you tell that me? Was, oh, that was. Can you was tell young. me that story and what you remember of it and how it came? How it? <laughs> fuck, um, I'm sorry, it's funny. Uncle Michael was just in the hallway <laughs> swinging the baseball bat, and Anna Melda walked out of her bedroom the same time he swung, and it connected. <laughs> It was a grand slam. <laughs> oh, shit. It was a grand slam. Oh, damn. She fell down. Big old see, goose egg. See, the way I've always heard the story. Fuck the hospital. But I was packing with that bitch. <laughs> Sit down, girl. The way I've always heard the story is that you guys were playing outside. No, we was inside. <laughs> she walked out and of the And you bedroom. guys were playing hide and go seek. And Uncle Michael got pissed off. That's always that's the story of I've always heard. Well, that but, may have been it. But he hit her in the fucking house. She was coming out of the bedroom. God damn it! And yeah, I remember that. And that's bam why, on the floor. And that's why we call Anna Melda dingbat all the fucking time. She's fucking. She got a screw or two knocked loose. And she got hit right. Uh. Ding. <laughs> yeah, Melda, tur- Melda 
Your Aunt Amelda introduced me to a lot of things that she didn't even know what was happening around her. Right. And I was with pure, her. Pure naivete. She had this friend that lived down the road <laughs> that would stay all night. I said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I first stay all night tonight again. Yeah, I first stay all night. Yeah, I'll get. Yeah. <laughs> I was still night. I'm hitting that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, Anna Mello's older than you. Um, four out of, years. Out of the four children in, in the family, you're the second oldest. I'm the fucking black sheep of the family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I am the black sheep of the family. I'm the only one that... I, I, I don't do wrong. I just do shit that ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do wrong. Just do shit that ain't right. Uh, what were the most joyful and fulfilling times in your life? Me and mom fishing, me and dad hunting, picking blackberries, just regular kid shit, sled riding, playing in the yard. I remember dad used to race us all. He'd tell us, go ahead and race and we'll see who's faster. And we'd run two or three races. And then that nigger want to race us because <laughs> he was already wore out. <laughs> now, Grandpa has always been. Smart one. Yeah, um, that's why he made us race a bunch before he ran. <laughs> yeah. I I grew up with Grandpa always being the one who was always at work. Um, he, he never said much. No. For, for a solid, I want to say solid 13 years of my life, I thought my grandfather was white. And what made me, <laughs> and what finally made me ask the question mm. was, you know, ask Grandma the question was, you know, is Grandpa white? She says no. Why do you ask? I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. He just looks white, and it's like he's the only white man I know that can get away with calling us niggers. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jeff would love that story. But <laughs> he would love that if uh, if you haven't figured it out. <coughs> Grandpa is very light skinned. Yeah, you could possibly think he would. He may have even been Armenian. And his eyes point. will fool you too. Yes, because they're not brown. Because they're a gray. They're or fucking blue. Blue or blue. They're gold. Yep. They're gray. <laughs> and he's got straight hair. Yeah, and, that's another thing. Um, the only thing that gives him a way of being black are his kids and his ears and nose because they're fucking <laughs> humongous. <laughs> yeah, Uncle. So I, Uncle George has had a birthday too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, fortunately and unfortunately. There, a for, the fortunate part is there's longevity in our family, so they can't do anything to fucking kill us. It's a fucking curse. <laughs> but unfortunately... So um, I said they're gone 30 years ago! <laughs> but un, un, unfortunately, um, Grandpa's brothers are starting to, to die off. And there's only a time. couple left. Yes. I think it's just him and George. Him and George. Uncle Sonny? He's gone. Uncle died this past year. Nah, that was Uncle Russell. Uncle Russell. Uncle Sonny is a few years ago. Okay, so yeah, it's today's Aunt Cheryl's birthday too, and Aunt Phyllis's. Aunt, like, um, <laughs> so speaking of your aunts and uncles, um, I know Uncle Ed. I get my. How was Aunt Phyllis's husband? I get we we get our need to be. That's where I got my need to music. Yeah. Phyllis or Uncle Ed? Uncle Ed. Uncle Ed. He had fucking real to real shit. <laughs> he brought back from Germany. So, along with his fucking 69 Camaro. Oh, shit. That was built over there and reproduced. It had a big motor in it. So, <laughs> built so, for the Otterbein. <laughs> so, so, Uncle Ed is, uh, 
was my mom's brother. Is, is uh, Grandma Thelma's brother. Yeah, he, he died before she did. Okay. And he was known for always driving his own vehicle to events. Wherever he wanted to go. Because, oh yeah, you can ride with him if you want to, but if you, you don't... You better be ready to leave when he's going. It, or your ass is left. And You better find a I'm ride. the same way. Um, mm-hmm. My wife and I could end up going to the same exact place... I, no, I'm good. I'll drive my own shit. Well, why? Why don't you just drive with me and, and, and save some go. gas? Because when it's go. time to fucking go, it's time to go. I ain't going to be stuck yeah. here with your car because yeah, it's your I car. Ain't got time. I ain't got fucking time. It's time for me to go. And I'll, I'm also always fashionably late At by 20 to 30 minutes. At least you learned that early in life. Yeah. Yeah. See, it took me a minute. Well, back back in those days, two two cars in a household wasn't feasible. With one person staying at home and no, another person working, but but nowadays you got to have two vehicles because that. both people in the house have to have to work to make you survive. You know, fifty percent of marriages in a divorce, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't be nowhere without my vehicle. Period. Right, <laughs> right. Because when I'm ready to leave, I'm leaving. Whether you like it or not. Well, you're always back in. So I can get I'm the fuck out. I'm fucking going. <laughs> I'm only looking once. When I get in, ain't nothing coming. This motherfucker's rolling. <laughs> oh, man. Um, now, did, um, did you guys take any vacations or trips as kids? If so, what were your memorable ones? I remember going to the Maryland Zoo. Okay. And seeing the first white tiger in America in USA. Okay. Uh, now, what was the reason for going that far to a zoo? Where Uncle Ed was stationed at. Oh, okay. Okay. So you basically went to visit family and ended up at sightseeing. Zoo. Okay. He's probably trying to lose me there, but it didn't work. Right, calm down, Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't lose him. We left him. <laughs> yeah. We knew where he was at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the it was actually a Bengal tiger, a white Bengal tiger, tiger in Maryland. Uncle Ed was in Amphilus. He was stationed up there. And that was right after he came back from Germany. Then they moved to Columbus. Nineteen. Well, I ain't gonna say that. I could almost said the address, but I won't. <laughs> um, I don't remember if I asked. Columbus, this Georgia. Or, yeah, Columbus, Georgia. I don't. I don't remember if I asked this or not. But um, did you have any favorite <coughs> teachers or subjects in school? I liked English. Favorite teacher? No. Okay. Now, what about English? Did you like the most? What made you like English? I like to read. Okay. Makes sense. I like to read. I hated English and math. I hated math. Fuck a bunch of numbers. Uh, but the whole, the whole the whole thing always when we were kids were. Well, you won't always have a calculator with you when uh when you need one. Bullshit! I got a phone in my pocket that's got a calculator on it. I, can I got add a subtract. watch. That's all I need. I got an Apple Watch on my wrist. It's always got a fucking calculator. <laughs> don't tell me I don't need, I don't have a fucking calculator. Shit. I can add and subtract. That's all I need to know. 
Yeah, I don't even know how to divide shit. Why the fuck are you doing letters with these numbers? <laughs> what the fuck's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> What's this fucking eight squared thirty-seven H G I? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck you all got? We don't. Oh shit! I don't understand letters and fucking numbers together. It don't make any sense. It's like pig Latin. There's no need for it. <laughs> say what you mean, mean what you say. Out of all your vehicles, which one was your favorite? 69 Nova. And you and you said you just sold that one. There was no, yeah, I sold it to my buddy. You didn't wreck it? You no. Didn't. So, I know you, you said you... come from New York. You said you sold it because you had another car. I got another car. That's when I got the 72 GTO. So, but... So, what happened to it after you sold it? After you sold it to your he buddy? He probably wrecked it. Okay. Now, I want to ask a question about um, a buddy of yours that had had a cutlass. It was a cutlass? Um, Rocky. Um, unfortunately, he, he was killed back in the 80s. That's the man that gave me the name White Boy. Okay. So now we know how, we, how that happened. Uh, um, unfortunately, Rocky was killed back in the 80s. I got a good buddy that was still it, has that car. Was it over? over it's his brother-in-law, believe yeah. it or not, that has the car, uh, Potsy. Um, I haven't talked to that man for probably four years because he upset me. He said the wrong thing. Now he said the wrong thing, especially after I went there. Now, um, with Rocky's car, what do you remember most about it? Fast. Fast. Now, what was it again? A Hearst. Oldsmobile Hearst. Okay. What year? 74. 84. Okay. So was it a... Um, two-door. A two-door Cutlass then? Okay. Yep. Olds. It kind of looks like kind of looked like the 87 Grand National then. Yeah. Okay. Only it had T-tops. Okay. Okay. And it was gold and black. WD. It was, it was a WD-40 fucking... It was the high performance everything. Okay. I don't know if it still is now, but it was the high performance everything. He had a fucking gremlin, if you know what that is. Yep. That had a fucking 304 don't in it. Don't feed him after dark. And that son of a bitch would smoke. Don't feed him after midnight it was a and goddamn don't get him hyped up. That's <laughs> what a fucking gremlin was. And they had a 304 in it or a 302, and it would smoke 350s. But so did my Nova. And only had a six-cylinder in it. Power glide, two-speed. I remember me and Churchy. We're going down Maple one time. You gonna shift this motherfucker? And we're running like 70. <laughs> Racing the desert dog. It was a fucking 69 Chevelle. My fucking Nova looked like shit, James. It was a sleeper. It would look like shit. <laughs> Why is this motherfucker even on the road? That's how bad it looked. Bondo wasn't even sanded down, just fucking smacked on. Wasn't even sanded down under a new primer or nothing. Damn. Yeah. Nigger in the country. <laughs> I know they put Bondo on it. I don't know what they do after that. I'll get the Bondo. <laughs> I was smoking this motherfucker. Flipped the cigarette out the window and it went on his hood. 
And that that's what made him mad. Cigarette went on the hood. Man, and and your car's not right, dude. How the hell you beat me? I got a three dollar fucking six cylinder. You're lying. Pulling in Burger King. He popped the fucking hood. It all reverts back to Burger King. And, yep. <laughs> Pulled in fucking Burger King. Popped the hood. He looked at it. He said, son of a bitch. That is only a six-cylinder. How you driving like that? It's a power glide transit. James, I swear to God, I could be going 45 mile an hour. Throw that fucker up in the drive. And when it kicked, it went whoop. And it fucking took off. Now, and that now. was a six-cylinder. Well, I was going to ask if it if I had the four barrel car, but no, no because the four it was barrel, a single barrel. The four, the four barrel car mm -hmm. only came available on the V eight version. This was a single. The beer this was can, your this was the your beer Nova. can wouldn't even fit in it. This yeah. was your Nova, correct? Yeah, straight so, six. So that motherfucker would fly. What made it your favorite car? The cooler. The cooler. Yeah. It had a cooler built into it. Yeah, the whole trunk. <laughs> if that's not promoting drinking and driving, I don't know what is. <laughs> Honest to goodness, James, the whole was it custom or did it yeah, come it away from custom. the factory? I filled the motherfucker up with ice and put beer in it. <laughs> that's how custom it was. It was, it was, it was all ate up. It was a fucking bad car. It was oh. all ate up. Oh. There was holes on the trunk. Fill the fucking cooler you didn't have the trunk to, up with the ice. You didn't have to drain it. You're right. <laughs> You're right. That's when I worked at Halls. That was after I left Burger Gag. Okay. Uh, Speaking. Speak. And I'd fill the fucking trunk up with the ice. Me, Potsy. Oh my God. So speaking of Franklin, his older brother. The bitter bear man, Franklin. Yeah. No, his older brother, Ron. <laughs> yeah, bitter bear man. But I remember pulling up to his place one night and fucking dickhead come out and caught me and Ron smoking a cigarette. Caught Ron smoking a cigarette. Who so was that? The, the boss at Halls? No. Yeah, the boss at home. Ron was Carl's brother. Okay. And when I was at Ron's house, we got off work, and we're sitting. He smoked cigarette before he goes in. We weren't supposed to be smoking. We're still under 18. And Naturally. Carl says, give me a beer out of the trunk and I won't tell. Uh, fucking nigger right out the gate. For, for, for those of you who don't know, Franklin is, is white. He's not, he's not black. But affectionately over the years, uh, that, that friendship was dad was always the white boy and Carl was always the nigger. <laughs> yeah. No matter where they were. Always. What you doing, nigger? Hell, and people would look around. And uh, why's so, that nigger yelling at that white boy? Why's that white black, black guy calling that white man nigger? <laughs> what the fuck's up? So, with that also being said, talking about you and Churchy cruising down the road singing, uh, what uh, female song? I can't remember. At the top of their fucking no, lungs. That wasn't me and Churchy. Okay, that was me and Dennis. Dennis. Um, yeah, one with the Cavalier. Yeah. <laughs> the first time he, him and Hond, uh, Rhonda were introduced to each other. Well, it's all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. You might have got some mic drop out of that. Dad went to throw a beer can outside. Uh, he may be going to use the restroom, too.
I, turned, I went ahead and so turned. You still mine. getting static? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I got. What the fuck? I, I, no, I moved. I moved some beers into the cabinet uh, to your door for you. Yeah, but the refrigerator door wasn't shut because of that fruit thing. Okay, <laughs> that's my bad. Uh, we're going to get into works uh, jobs. Um, you are known for. Going to a job and quitting a job in a matter of minutes. Yeah, it didn't um, take me long. Because you've had a, so you've had a, probably more women. a lot of job experience. More, more, <laughs> you probably had more women than you I had I can't fill out an application quicker than fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you said your first job was Burger King. Yeah. And you left. Be, 20 uh, minutes at the most. <laughs> so. <laughs> didn't even make it through orientation. Now. So let's 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 get into get in your into your work history. Um, before the accident, what kind of jobs were you working? Manual labor. Manual labor. Construction, laying sewer pipe, cutting trees. Anything uh, notable from those jobs that? Yeah, there's still the whole complex off of Ritchie Road, there to the left. After you get past the fire station. Okay. All them houses up there, I laid all the sewer pipe for them. Okay. <laughs> now, is that sewer or is that it... That was sewer pipe or, I laid for well, them. Well, it, it's technically sewer pipe, but I didn't know if it all fed into a big septic system. Yes, or if it actually... yes it's all fucking going to the city. Okay. So I had to laser shoot everything. Okay. And so, yeah. Okay. I know what the fuck I'm doing. I just don't want to do it. I'd rather pay a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we were we were talking about that earlier before the podcast started. Uh, talk about being lazy. Yeah, and shit. I'd rather pay a motherfucker yeah, to I, do it. I, I know how to do it. Yeah, I know how to do it. I get it honestly. When they I'm say lazy as don't don't some something I'm gonna do that you've never done, I'll be like, well, I'm covered for the rest of my fucking life. Oh, I'm good. Oh damn. Uh most of the jobs I knew you had growing up were in the food industry. Yep. Um, whether it be Old Falls Inn, uh, Rally, cooking. Rally's, Subway, or no, you don't think you worked at Subway, but Arby's, uh, McDonald's, Papa uh, John's. Yeah. Now. Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn, a couple of different times. <laughs> yeah, a couple, three times. And it was probably a holiday, it wasn't a Holiday Inn the second or third time. The third time you, it wasn't a Holiday Inn. Yeah, it was something completely <laughs> different. So, being, being working in, being <coughs> is that, that you worked in kitchens most of the time, what, what could you take away from that? What do you mean, what could I take away? Uh, I, I like, I like to cook. Uh, that's all. I'm now, how often did you find yourself playing dumb in the kitchen so you didn't have to get away with doing as much work as well, you I didn't did? play dumb. I just told him I didn't want to do that. No, I'm, re I'm, sorry, I'm sorry about that. I'm referring to the last kitchen job you had where you didn't want to. You just wanted to be a prep. You didn't want to come in. And, the last and kitchen job I had? Was Brian's place. Yeah, and I went in there as just a dishwasher. Exactly. That, that's and what, I that's ended what up being the fucking head cook. Exactly. I wasn't that's, a chef. That's I what was the head cook. That's what I was referring sense. to. How often did you have to? Did you want to play dumb, so you didn't have to have every all the fucking time I went into a business? So they don't need. They're not going to pay me enough to know. So how did it use come? My knowledge. How did it come to be 
that that business eventually figured out your true your true potential when, or your true skills. When all the cooks was in trouble, and I went over on the line and started doing stuff, letting them know what. Well, I can't say letting them know what to do. Show them a different way to do it. I, I, oh, I'll cook for 15, 20 people at the same time. You give me the right kitchen, send me the orders back. Everyone's meal's coming out at the same time. It's not going to be, oh, here's your steak. Table one, no, table You got to wait on this baked potato. No, motherfucker. Everything's coming out at once. Now, um, with, with Old Falls Inn, that is one that I remember a lot. <laughs> From my understanding, they're still using your buffalo wing recipe. Yeah, they Buffalo is. wing sauce recipe. But they're not in day. business anymore. Yes, they are. They're still open. No, but it's not. probably different owners. No, they're not. That's closed down. Oh, they finally closed down. Okay. The last flood. Shut them down. Okay. That was late last year. Yep. Okay. They are no longer in business. Okay. That was one of my favorite restaurants to eat as a, as a youngster. As a as a young man, younger man, uh, I should say. Me and they've always had they always had decent steaks, decent cuts of meat, nice burgers. Yep, had a decent bar. Um, well, yeah, stocked. it was fully stocked. Whatever you wanted, they had it. Uh, as long as there was some tangeray in there, you were happy. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's when I was drinking tangeray. That's when I was drinking the tangeray heavily. Tangeray and squirt. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but the owner, the ex-owner, they shoes Muddy Misers now. And that's the one behind... Uh, Doug Road. Oh, Doug Road. Um, but she's got a restaurant, a few restaurants down in Montana. She's got my barbecue sauce. Okay. And it's White Boy's barbecue sauce. And that's how it's labeled. She wanted me to work for $48 an hour. Mm. Yeah, yeah. How does this break come to me after I'm fucking claimed disabled? Right. That's usually how it works. You usually don't get your breaks until after an incident happens. Well, of course. Uh, and that was a no weekend thing. AM only. Yeah. I'd have loved it. Uh, I'd Turn her down. She, I kept that fucking text on my phone for now. Was that a long time? Now was that before you got the job? No, the, no, you didn't get the. You got he had you had the job at Brian's before before you got disability, correct? Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. her name's Carol, correct? That was Carol O'Brien. Yeah, Carol Bryan. Now does she still contact you about coming coming in? Oh, into she'd work? love me to cook again. <laughs> Uh, can you give me some insight on that situation? Because that's what I was referring to earlier in the. Um, what do you mean insight on? What do you mean? I I um, went down there as a dishwasher. And, that's what I'm talking. You were you were you were trying to play dumb. Yeah, in fuck the kitchen, yeah. But then you had. I was hard as dishwasher prep. And then. And I know that means you're going to try to fucking. And then up to the cook too. And then the, some prominent. Um, Members of the community found out you were you were yeah, working there, yeah, but they didn't understand you were just in the kitchen dishwashing, uh, and that's when you had a problem with Russ to begin with. Well, Can you give found, me some insight on that? That's when he found out he 
He, he thought I wanted his job. Right. He thought you come. He thought you were I was there. He tried. He thought you were trying to come to, in sneakily. Yeah. Under the table and I just to throw him out of the yeah. and get his job. And I okay. wasn't. Yeah, now, judges and lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. I can cook. God damn it. <laughs> I know I can. Well, y- and yes. I can install TVs too. <laughs> the judges will let you know that too. Yes, the man can cook, <laughs> but if he says he's cooking chicken at noon, mm-hmm. you may eat it at seven, 7 p.m. Eight o'clock. Yeah, you're right. You're, I cooked that shit at nine thirty this morning. I was cooking that shit. That's probably another reason it was dry. <laughs> I ain't kidding you. Cause I'm laughing. I'm like. Every time I tell these motherfuckers I'm cooking, I never get. To, I cook, but it's always after they leave. Let <laughs> me go ahead and get the bacon and everything cooked up. The only thing I do is hamburgers. That's why I brought drinks instead of food. <laughs> I had I had the bacon cooked. I had the chicken cooked. The burgers were good. I liked the burgers. The mozzarella on them was a nicer touch than just that's regular American provolone. cheese. That Whatever. Ain't fucking mozzarella. The white cheese. Yeah, the, that's provolone. <laughs> I'll tell you what. One of the chickens, if Right out of the skillet with bacon and that provolone on it and some mayonnaise and lettuce and tomato. Oh, it's fucking excellent. But bacon costs too fucking much. Sure does. Twelve bucks. Yeah, I uh, fucking pack of bacon. Uh not last week or the week before. A few weeks ago I ended up going to Kroger and buying the three pound packs. Uh they were on sale. I bought two of them and ended up cutting them in half and storing them in the freezer. Yeah. And before that, I'd already had two or three pounds in the freezer. I cut the what? What I get, I cut it in half. Yeah. Right, well, because it was the thick cut stuff. But lately, I have, uh, I haven't been getting bacon. my bacon out of the case that's pre-packaged. I've been getting it out of the deli case at Kroger up at, up, up at uh, home. See, I've been buying this shit. Well, I'll show you a pack up. I can't think of the name of it. Don't want to say the name anyway. Can't be advertising. <laughs> you cocksuckers, copyright motherfuckers. The uh, superior? Oh, no. And I'm going to see something else going to be real good, too. Alberts. Look at that fucking shit. Oh, nice. That's nice and thick. Oh, that's what you ate on your hamburger, bub. Nice. <laughs> so have you had those yet? No. Oh, James. I got them because they was on sale for $6. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got a pack of them. Brought them home. Go out on them anyway. Unless she's on my bacon today. (laughs) Brought them home. Threw two of them in the fucking pot. Sat down. Ate them fuckers. And it's sausage sausage. It's not like the kielbasa or... The, uh, the bratwurst. Yeah, it's not like the brat. It's saucy. It's like saucy. it's like the Eckrich. No, not Eckrich. Um, it's not the smoked sausage shit. It's sausage, saucy. Yep. They just put it in the casing. That's all. I ate five of them. I ate all five of them motherfuckers that night, dude. <laughs> and fucking still bold and drank beer. We're talking about on the weed, ladies and gentlemen, not at the bowling alley. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. Two or three balls. I'm one ball. Prime done. I'm only sliding once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Them, I can just imagine what they taste like on the grill. That's the microphone, not the, the cigarettes in that pocket. I know. I felt, I'm like, <laughs> nope, that ain't cigarette. 
I let go as soon as I touched it. Uh, yeah, you didn't mute it. You're good. <laughs> oh, was the button on top of it? No, it's on the side. Oh, okay. Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, what can you tell me about the <clears throat> about 1996? That's that's probably them crack years. Yep. Yep, that's the year of... I couldn't tell you fucking nothing, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I so, thought I couldn't tell you a goddamn uh, thing. 96 was the year that uh, Tupac was, was, was killed. Um, oh, I was fucking skank at that time. I figured as much. Uh, working at... Were you at Papa John's at yeah, that time? Yeah, I think I was at Papa John's or... Uh, Damn. What was uh, that play with the Papa John's? Oh, in jail, huh? <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. All right, shit's starting to come back to me. <laughs> yeah, because that was around the time that Walmart came to town. Uh, and I remember you calling mom. Um, we were getting ready to go into Walmart. And you were on the on the on the county phone. Uh, so that yeah, that was that was around the second See? time you were dealing with Rhonda. Now, now possibly the first. I don't know. I seem to have a a, a repetition. <laughs> yeah, I say that everything you keep doing is I don't know the word and um, that you keep doing it over and over and over. And, Jim insanity. Jim. Insanity. Jim Jim. Yeah. Jim Jim. <laughs> the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over, over and, and over, over again, and ex over. but expecting, expecting different, different results. results. Yeah. Jim Jim. <laughs> Fuck, I went to the left that time instead of the right. What do you mean? Uh... Remember driving the blue car out here, you and Nathan, turning up in the gravel pit? Sure did. I just, I had just got my license because <laughs> uh, I was driving a 95 four-door Cavalier and I was agitated because I didn't get to take my car back into the sand pit. And you shouldn't have it go ahead and tore it up anyway. Because what had happened was, uh, I don't remember who drove it first, but I remember throwing the car it was an 80 it was not not the year ladies and gentlemen it was an 88 olds delta it was a delta fucking 88, 88 that's right delta 88 it was it about was a fucking, fucking 70 71 model yeah it was <laughs> fucking old it had had a lot of life taken out of it so a lot of air too yeah so <laughs> on the way out here um <coughs> uncle bill was in the front seat Nathan and I, and I think Jonathan was in the back seat. I don't know. I can't remember who was in the back you, you seat. You were with Mary at the time. Yeah. It was the second. It had to be Jonathan. It, was, it, it was the second time because you guys were living on Sham at the time. Because um, it was before you got the, the red, the maroon cutlass from our cousin Brandon. Brandon, okay. And, uh, with, the, with the loose steering column. <laughs> Put that motherfucker in the goddamn passenger seat. You drive. You drive. Fuck you. I'm drunk. Here, take the wheel. 
<laughs> don't tell me you can't reach it because it's in your lap. Yeah, that car was fucked up. Yeah. Oh, shit. That car was fucked up. I can't believe I drove that motherfucker. Yeah. So like on the was. way out here in the in the 88 Delta, Uncle Bill's in the front seat. Uncle Bill, <laughs> I hope you guys get to meet him. He's he's one of my favorite, most favorite people on this planet. Next to, you know, most of you already know that Thelma, my grandmother, my uh, my dad's mom, is my most favorite person. The woman that raised him is is the is the most is my most favorite person on on on, on Earth. Uncle Bill is a close second. Uh, so Uncle Bill's in the front seat. Yeah, man, yeah. Uh, Nathan, myself, and uh, stepbrother Jonathan are in in the back seat. There's a guardrail on the way out here. No one were wow, coming out here. I forgot all about that. <laughs> no one were coming out here to tear up the car. Uncle Bill in the front seat doesn't pay attention to shit. Dad bounces this big fucking boat <laughs> off of the guardrail. Uh, Uncle Bill God. about fucking falls into <laughs> his lap while he's driving. What the fuck are you doing? I forgot all about that. Yeah, I did bounce off that fucking... <laughs> you fucking... Wow! <laughs> yeah, and not, thinking, and not thinking about it, it's probably a good 140-foot drop to the fucking river below if that guardrail gives out because that guardrail has probably only been hit yeah. once or twice in at least the It's a good the time. thing white people live out this way because if it had been a bunch of niggers out here, that fucking shit wouldn't have been... We'd been on the bottom. <laughs> we'll just make it look stable. So <laughs> after all that, we get back into the sand pit. And uh, I'm one of the first ones to drive the car. I throw it too far into a pitch and break the bead, the tire, the front tire, the front, I think the front passenger tire off the bead of the rim and it gets flattened. And fun was it? And it fucking ends up a little, a fucking little sapling. So we ended up getting the, um, Getting an air compressor from Grandpa's house, which isn't too far away, brought down to us. Get the tire back on. Uh, got the car dug out, and then Dad proceeds to to start driving and start doing uh, donuts and caught uh, a pebble between the bead and the fucking rim. <laughs> the fucking air went out, and Uncle Bill being pissed off because he was he didn't get a chance to fucking yeah. drive it. <laughs> Yeah, and then Nathan fucked it up before I got into it, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good fucking night. That and was then a good night. After it finally went through the to the junkyard, I remember you saying that the forklift operator put a hole in the windshield with the forks, and you were ag- ag- aggravated because that's, that's all you wanted that's to fucking one do. Broke. That's the only thing you wanted to do was put a hole yeah. in it with a with a bat or a sledgehammer or yeah. something. But, was the only thing but you still had to fucking drive it. Now I think you ended up buying that from a guy, um, Dan Barrett. When we That's were who work- I bought it from. When we were working at rally. When you were working at rallies. Dan Barrett. <laughs> yeah, that was a car just gone. Have fun, man. Bye bye. Hit that fucking tree. <laughs> <laughs> If you hit it just right, you'll bounce off of it and hit the other one. <laughs> if you don't, you got to try again. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. 
Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, boy. Well, what the folks are thinking about this podcast? Uh, I about don't know. now. These guys ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't claim to be. <laughs> You're the one that tuned in, goddammit. <laughs> Got more questions over there, do you? Talk to me. Did uh did you uh did your family play any play any pranks on each other? No. Okay. I didn't no. I, I didn't figure that would be <laughs> No. Did you Yeah, a prank would cause you a fucking bust upside the head. Did you have a favorite, <laughs> did you guys have a favorite board game or a favorite? We always type played of, trouble. Uh, they've always had a trouble game out there. We always played kid. trouble. Man. No pun intended, but that's what my fucking mama always told my friends. Don't hang around him. He's going to be trouble. <laughs> and that's the truth. Now She told all my friends that. Be with that boy. He's going to get you in trouble. Because I was the king of trouble. I'd punch that Papa-matic and get the number I yelled for. <laughs> Every time. Pa-pop. Five. There it is. You're going back home, bitch. <laughs> you, you and Anna Melda <coughs> didn't originate in the house out here at Ellis. Yeah, we did. Did you? You guys were born into that house? No. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You and Anna Melda were physically born when you lived yeah, on Graham Street in in town. Yeah. So, what can what do you remember anything about being living in town at that time and? How your life changed moving from there? I could no, no. Okay. How it changed? No. Okay. I can remember being there, wrapped up in a blanket that I couldn't get out of. Calm down, Linus. And no, it was <laughs> a real thing. It was one of them knitted blankets. I could see out, but I couldn't get the fuck out. <laughs> I couldn't find the end of that. Some of the bitch. You sure it wasn't a straight jacket? I can remember. Climbing up above the roof on the TV tower, and mom happened to call dad home from work. And where was grandpa working at the time? Vernon Burler. That wasn't very far away, though, compared to where he there worked. There was a black man at work. Had to come home and get his son off a TV tower. Yeah. A two-story house above the roof. <laughs> I climbed up that motherfucker, but I wasn't coming down. How old were you at that time? Two or three. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's uh stupid. <laughs> they, they knew right then. They knew right then. God oh, damn it. We gotta get this nigga in the country. <laughs> they knew right but then. But there was a TV tower on that side of the house in the country too. It wasn't it wasn't a two story house. True. True. <laughs> yep. You think I'm kidding? <laughs> The only reason I'm telling you that story is because Dad's told it to me many times. I had to come in from work to get you off the television tower. <laughs> but that's when he was drinking, too. Yeah. So he probably didn't mind. Yeah. He got to take uh, the rest of the night off. Yeah. Well, he didn't um, mind that night after he so got a few beers in him. Grandpa stopped drinking back in 72. 1972, April 19th. Uh, 1972. That's not long after Uncle Mike was born, because Uncle Mike was born in 72. 
and he was a uh, uh, I don't want to say Stroh's because it's not Stroh's Burger Beer Man. Burger Beer. Burger Beer Man. Burger Beer. Because he got saved in 1972. And April hope- 19th. April 19th, 1972. And it could have been Easter weekend. You never know. Reverend Roger Appling. I know. I remember. Um, and that could. everything was downhill for me after that. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been Uncle George's boy. Um, no, I've been in dead jail. or still in prison. <laughs> <laughs> and he just turned 81. So, Two weeks ago. So Grandpa is how old then? 85. 85. So Grandpa wasn't the baby Uncle George was. Uncle George is the baby. Okay. Okay. And Uncle Sonny lived in 96, I believe? He was 94. 94. And Uncle Sonny? Uncle Henry. Uncle Henry. 94. Uncle Russell? Uncle Russell, 96. Fuck, I'm doomed. Yeah. <laughs> and you wonder why I can't die when I wreck all this shit. <laughs> Clearly, because I wrecked that four-wheeler and still fucking here. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? I got to get drugged down the fucking road and I'm still here. <laughs> and didn't break a fucking bone. Lost one tooth. <laughs> now you're down six or seven. Yeah. <laughs> but shit. <laughs> Life ain't right. Life ain't right. Uh, at least I left him at the nurse that saved my life. Right, right. And that was a by chance accident meet. I was taking mom's car in to get tires put on it. <laughs> and her husband asked me, Did you record bike a few years ago? Maybe. Well, there's a lady out in that truck right there. I'd like to see you. I got up and walked out. And it's... There's them tears she's talking about earlier. (laughs) As soon as I seen her, I felt it. Try not to hit the mic. Do I feel it now? Try not to hit the mic. Yeah, bullshit my horse right there. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I'm just letting you know. So, uh, yeah. what was your favorite job then, out of all the jobs that you had? I would say Direct TV, but they caused so much bullshit in your in your time working there. My favorite job. You got a lot to choose from. But most of the jobs I knew you had were all restaurant jobs and food service jobs. Man, my favorite job. Yeah, I think Direct TV was my favorite job. Okay. Because I was my own fucking boss. What a, now, being your own boss and that, did the money... <clears throat> oh, yeah, the money was great. The only thing I didn't realize, they was taking more money out of me than they were supposed to. <laughs> they were taking more money than they was given. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I made a note earlier. We were talking about uh, some of your women. Um, uh, I want to bring up Tracy. Because of the atmosphere that we're in... They were at the campsite down the, a few, uh, Hanover with the two kids and her husband out here. Hanover. Yeah. What about her? Okay. So how that happen? What I remember about that, they were a family of a husband and a wife with two kids that were out here camping. Yeah. But the husband was still going to work every day while they were out here camping. 
I showed up to fish at the wrong time. <laughs> and what I remember was us hanging out with her and the two kids and the husband. Yeah. Smoking grass, pine needles. Not not grass as in marijuana grass. <laughs> We're talking about fucking alfalfa, fucking morning glory, bluegrass, Kentucky bluegrass, fucking lawn grass. Uh, and then there was also an individual out here who thought he was a hard ass because he can hit a softball from one side of the river to the other. Uh, I don't remember his name. He was also he was trying to get in Tracy's pants as well. But I was he, the one that was there, me but, and her husband. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it was it was another guy. It was another guy who was camping nearby <coughs> yeah. or something, and he was in a pissy mood because she took to you instead of him. That was his fault. And I remember one night we were sleeping in. The, I got to shut some doors now. Okay, do that. <laughs> oh, we're good to go. I ain't got to get uh, up. I ain't got. I ain't got to leave. Okay. Uh. <laughs> So what I remember uh, distinctively was one night we were sleeping in the tent and I got up and couldn't find you, ended up walking down toward the end of the dam and found you and her on a picnic table going at it hard. Uh, What can you tell me about that situation? Not you and her on the picnic table, but... That whole, if you can remember anything, uh, because that was the days after Rhonda and between between Rhonda and Nancy, the second time. Yeah. The uh, uh, beard doc Nancy, who I'm, I'm referring to. I know Nancy. I'm I'm, I'm, refer- I'm telling the guests. Uh, I know the, the, the listeners. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Because um, at that time, I believe you were still driving. Uh, what were you driving at that time? Because the the Plymouth had already caught on fire. I was, I was driving the cut. Uh, which cutlass? The Revan with the steering wheel that went everywhere. No, if you got that when you were with Mary, when you were little on Sham. So it could have been the cavalier, the blue cav- two door cavalier that you bought from Jason at rallies. I think his name was Jason. Jason Wheeler. Yeah. I got pissed again. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're going to go empty our bladders. We'll be back shortly. We're going to end part two with discussing some of my dad's women. In part three, we pick up with my dad asking me a question. He also discovers an answer to a question in part one. I'm also going to say sorry about the little bit of singing we did. We were having a moment. Come back next week for the conclusion of the saga of White Boy. Thanks for listening.